0: Please note, this podcast may ruin your friendships. You've been warned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ultra Flux, the weekly podcast about two guys... Trying to destroy their friendship through the power of film. My name is Kyle Neiman, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host and current best friend, Andrew Kimmel. Welcome again. You're so, like, I I look forward every week to how you're going to introduce yourself. I practiced this in the mirror several times. (laughs) If you've never listened to the podcast, we each have chosen a selection of movies with one intent... To test or torture one another really to find out what uh, what makes us tick as far as movies go I am a movie snob and my, my dear friend Andrew I man. am the opposite of that I am
1: extremely easily entertained
0: if you have listened to either of the aforementioned episodes um, then definitely have found that out by this time. So we take our selections, we put them into a literal spinning wheel, and we've determined the movies that we're going to watch, what order we're going to watch them in. Um, all these movies can be found on Netflix, uh, so, uh, or at least at the time of us recording these episodes, so you, you're welcome to follow along with us. In fact, we encourage you to do that, because we want your feedback. We want to know what you think, because we, we're not experts. That's... As, as many movies as I've seen, I, I'm still, I'm no expert. We're better than Rotten Tomatoes, but I'll give you that. We're not experts yet. You really hate Rotten Tomatoes. I
1: just think it's a bunch of hoopla.
0: <laughs> so uh, feel free to join in the conversation. Tell Kimmel that he's too soft on movies. Tell me that I'm a big elitist snob, uh, wh- whatever you feel like doing. But we, we'd love for you to join us. Shoot it right down the middle. Yeah, yeah. Tell us that we're both right and, and you can just sit on that fence. Great idea. You can just you can just do that. Do that. <laughs> so uh, this week uh, was actually uh, one of my picks, um, and that is the 1998 classic "Lost in Space." Classic indeed. All fossil fuels are virtually exhausted. The
1: ozone layer is down to 40%. Every schoolchild knows that our recycling technologies will cure the environment. Every schoolchild has been lied to. In two decades, the Earth will be unable to support human life. The future of mankind... There's a lot of
0: space out there to get lost in.
1: ...is about to be placed in the hands of a brilliant scientist. You're off saving humanity. We can't compete. My only condition for accepting this mission was that we could bring the children with us. T
0: minus one minute and counting. His family. This is Jupiter 1. The Robinsons are all tucked in. We are ready to fly. And one man. Never fear. Smith is
1: here. On his own mission. Destroy all systems. Farewell, my platinum plated pal.
0: Destroy Robinson family. We're in the children! Who is the price tag you put on our future? We show you in the sun's gravitational pull. The hyperdrive. It can be thrown anywhere in the galaxy. Anywhere but here. Initiate
1: we're
0: lost, aren't we? So, Lost in Space. Here's why I picked this movie. Um, I knew it was going to be great. <laughs> I knew you were going to like this movie. Yeah, because it and, was a great movie. <laughs> the here's the thing about Lost in Space it it bombed horribly in the box office tons of of money was put into this movie clearly I remember when it came out I was excited about it as a kid Um, I actually saw it when I was a kid Um, remember when it came out and you know huge marketing did you like it when you were a kid no what a sad childhood you were right there with me we were both in Fossil Hill Middle School at the time something went wrong I need to talk to Debbie (laughs) So it was a huge box office flop um, it, uh, it it didn't do well They really set it up for a sequel And I think they really wanted that I mean, they paid some big name actors To be a part of this uh, but, but yeah, it, it didn't do nearly well enough um, Lots of money And you can tell with the amount of CGI they used And we'll get into some of that um, Here in, in just a little bit But again, yeah, it came out in 1998 um, It stars William Hurt uh, who plays Professor John Robinson? Then you have Matt LeBlanc, who plays is it Don West, uh, Major West. Major um, West. And uh, Mimi Rogers, who plays Maureen uh, Robinson. Lacey Chabert, who plays Penny. Heather Graham, who plays Judy. And um, the newcomer, Jack Johnson, newcomer at the time, Jack Johnson, who played. Uh, Will, Will Robinson, and then there was, uh, of course, the villain, Gary Oldman. Did he get the and? I think he probably did. I, I really wasn't paying attention to the opening credits, but he deserves it. Um, just real quick, for those of you that
1: are following along with me, that would be Dad, Mom, Blonde Doctor, Emo, the Toddler, Matt, Gary, and
0: uh, Canary
1: Monkey. We
0: we forgot about Canary Monkey. We'll get to Canary Monkey. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll get to Canary Monkey. That's for dang sure. So here's what we do. We usually just walk through the movie, uh, talk about it uh, piece by piece. Um, So the film opens with a a brief voiceover uh, from William Hurt. Great voice. Uh, William Hurt has just an excellent voice. And he's talking about how the war is over, the... The whole world is uniting to, to save their planet, and yet there's a group trying to, uh, of terrorists trying to stop this colonization of space. So the world is united under the Global Space Force. Could there be a more generic-sounding <laughs> name I mean, than
1: Global Space so Force? the point here early on is Earth's not going to last much longer the way it's been used and abused Um, in the first opening scene, you start to see this, basically this portal that they're trying to... The Hypergate. The Hypergate that they're trying to build
0: to... Again, a very generic term. Yes, Yes. and again, very effective. (laughs) So, there's this thing called the Hypergate, which is going to provide a, um, a hyperspace portal between Earth and this viable planet they found called Alpha Prime. And so... With the terrorists uh, wanting to attack, they, they have uh, fighter pilots who are protecting the Hypergate. And in comes Matt LeBlanc. Right off the bat in this movie, we have a space battle. Um, really, it's the only one of the, the movie. Um, action-packed, you know, just like you see in Star Wars, you know, where, where there's just hundreds of ships fighting each other. Like, it's just crazy. Like, no, it's it it four, it four four ships. Four, four little ships yes very simple and to the point. point yeah. two, two terrorist uh, fighters and they send out two uh, global <laughs> space force fighters <laughs> and now here's the thing I, I told Kimmel this before we started I really did give this movie a fair shake I, I did knowing that I didn't like it as a kid I, I, I gave I, I reset I said you know what I'm going to give it a fair shake and here's, here's what I was taking notes on Yes, the CGI was not very good. Um, the, the CGI had plenty of flaws. But at the same time, I had to keep going. This is 1998. Yeah, I thought it was decent. This me. is And there was, it was doing a lot of cool things. Yeah. I, th- what I had to remind myself of is that, that Iron Man heads-up display stuff that we saw in min- Minority Report and things like that, that didn't exist. Yeah. And, and really no one is going to point back and go you know who the precursor was that for that loss in space but in a lot of ways they were like they were doing some stuff that you weren't seeing in movies as much um but there really wasn't much of it other than, like, these little moments. Um, and I really want to see more of that almost. There's no explanation of why it was there. There's, like, this crazy contact lens that was, like, spinning in Matt LeBlanc or, or Major West's eye. And I was like, oh, what is that? You don't know, but it looked cool. But he's got cool-looking eyes. So, so it, it, my problem right off the bat was it was this action scene. There was no tension. Like, I, in my opinion, it, it just wasn't action-packed. Like, I was never worried whatsoever. In fact, uh, the the partner to Matt, Matt LeBlanc's character came—they said his name, like, twice in the movie. Um, he has a malfunction. He's about to run into the hypergate, and Matt LeBlanc saves him. You knew that was going to happen the whole time. Like, you had no doubt they, they weren't going to begin this movie with yeah, a tragedy. they're going to
1: send out, like, these other two ships to help save the guy. And Matt, of course, is like, I got this, bro. Swoops into the rescue— Nudges the guy out of the way Makes a funny joke about like I'm gonna give you a kiss or whatever and it, was, it was amazing
0: <laughs> How I felt is there, there was never a point where I felt like There was actual like tension Like I, mean, I, wasn't, I wasn't scared of these other ships Like I wasn't worried for their life Because really it wasn't shot Or choreographed However you say it for like a CGI space battle It, it just didn't look like dangerous um, there, there wasn't that feel to it uh, and and that's, that's how I think I think the main
1: point was to establish Matt as a an amazing pilot who breaks
0: the rules to save lives. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah, totally, like, exactly the cliché guy that you thought uh, he should be. So then we, we go back to Earth or, or, or get our first glimpse at Earth. It's clearly overcrowded and things like that. We find out that it's, it's setting up... There's a lot of setup and background in this part. So I'm going to skip over a lot, but there's a, something called the Jupiter Mission colonizing Alpha Prime. They're sending the Robinson family on it. Um, and, and so they're going to set up a second hypergate to make this pathway for humans to go uh, between the two planets. So real quick, Alpha Prime is the most
1: Earth-like planet. They've decided it's the one they're going to try and colonize. That's where they're headed. So they sent... I I think in the movie they said they sent a team or something ahead of the Robinsons that they're going to work with or something, but it's been scoped out. I think
0: they'd scanned. Like, their their deep-space scans had shown (laughs) that this was – like, so they're going to be the first ones getting there. Um, So then we start meeting the family. We find a mom who's overwhelmed, uh, Maureen, um, Mimi Rogers – Character and then Will is the youngest, who's also a genius but bored hacker, wishes his dad cared. Um, and then uh, we have Penny, um, who you call emo, yes, uh, the annoying by, teenage daughter, yeah, Lacey che. Chabert, um, who I believe she was like 15 or 16 at the time of, of filming this movie, uh, angst ridden teen, uh, or, or preteen or whatever. Uh, I forgot how crazy high-pitched Lacey Chabert's oh voice was. Like, just... You were quickly reminded of Yeah, that. exactly. And it, this is one thing I did take note of. So she enters her, her like, video logs into this wristwatch, and it's real, like... It's so emo teen, like, the world's against me. Like, I'm all, I'm all on my own, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm gonna but, be a slave on this ship for yeah. months. But what I did think of, is I was like... Again, reminding myself this is 1998. YouTube started in, like, 2004, 2005. Like... I'm like, you know teenagers pretty well if you know that eventually they're just going to be posting Cutting <laughs> your edge. videos. Cutting Thank you, Lost
1: in Space. So that was, that was good. That
0: was good. And then uh, we're introduced to dad, uh, Professor John Robinson. He's a visionary, but he's very detached from his family. Um, and, and we find out there, there's the mission no longer has a captain. There was a mention that he had the flu or something like that, but that was just for the press because we find out that he was actually murdered. He was assassinated. The bad guys. The 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 terrorists had assassinated him, so they're looking for a new captain for this. Of course, they pick Major West, Matt LeBlanc's character, who does not want to do this. He He's wants very, to a part of it. very reluctant. He makes a comment like, "Oh, a monkey could." He, he wants could to drive go Aquinas. fast and yeah. shoot
1: bad guys, and he feels like this is going to be um, a babysitting mission, and he says as much.
0: Yeah. And so then we're introduced to Gary Oldman's character, Doctor Smith, uh, who who was hired to provide access to the captain. He didn't murder the captain, but he was able to get them entry into his pod or whatever. Um, He's wanting to get paid by the, from the terrorists. They um, have another job for him before they pay him. And they, because they found out there's a new captain. So they want him to take out the mission. Um, And so that's what he sets off to do. Um, And then we find out that um, he actually works for the Jupiter mission. He did all the health examinations for the family. So then we're on the ship. They're doing a tour of the ship. Major West is reluctant. And then we're introduced to Heather Graham's character, uh, Judy. Um, She's frustrated about stuff. Blah, blah, blah. She's super serious. That's Blonde Doctor. Blonde Doctor. Um, And so West, for the the first time in this movie, uh, sees Blonde Woman is followed by his pelvis and just immediately runs over <laughs> to hit on her. Like, there's no, like, let me let me find out if I'm actually compatible with this woman. Like, literally looks, sees woman, goes and hits on yeah, her. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He realizes
1: he's going to be locked in the same spaceship for is what is going to seem like an eternity. This girl's cute. And so, obviously, he's going to make well, the first. Well, at,
0: at this point, he doesn't even know she's on the mission. Like, he has no clue. Dash, they're on the ship, I think. Yeah, they're on the ship, but there are a lot of people, like, working on the ship. Like, he had no clue that she was part of the family. And then he makes some sort of comment, like, to, to John Robinson about, like, man, that's one. Man, I would... Date her and stuff. Oh, that's what an icicle I'd like to thaw or something like yeah. that. Like, it was super something creepy. really classy. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, creepy. <laughs> it, was so, it was so creepy. And then uh, her dad just kind of like looking there and Judy comes back like, Dad, I won't be home for dinner. And so clearly, you yeah, know, it was a Yeah, it was a great setup and it, 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 a it, it really was. It really was. And you saw it coming and you're still okay with it. It, it, it really was. Um, so... So anyways, then they, it switches to the uh, Dr. Robinson coming home, discovers how distant he's been. He's reminded about how distant he's, he's been. You you get this kind of feeling. There's that's a really-
1: couple little scenes that really drive home the fact that he is the job. Like He he has decided that he's going to save the human race with this mission, um, and he has devoted every bit of his time to it. The kids are upset about it. The wife is kind of... On him about the, you know, how, how poorly he shows
0: affection to his family. Um, they're pretty good about driving that home early yeah. on. And, and how Judy followed his footsteps and yeah. is doing this. So so anyways, um, then Dr. Smith sneaks on the Jupiter 1 uh, and he reprograms the robot to kill the, the Robinsons. Then he's contacted by this terrorist leader guy, and he tries to kill Smith via his communicator because apparently in the future you can just shock anybody's is, cell phone dude. and kill them. Um, so, anyways, he he, you think he may have died on the ship, but you know he didn't. Like so one of, hit, one of the parts
1: that I gave a really solid chuckle to was so when this guy calls Gary on his communicator, a picture of this guy's face. I love ship. how
0: you and Gary Olden are first oh, name we're,
1: bases. We're tight. Um, he also enjoys this movie, Kyle. Um, and so, actually, he probably doesn't. Um, so he answers the communicator. This 3D image of this guy's, this bad guy's face shows up, and Gary's like, "Hey, hush, be quiet." And at one point, he like bats at the 3D image
0: as if, <laughs> as if swatting it, at it is going to make him swatted like, away. That's how you end calls. This is it's genius. It made me chuckle. So then it's launch day. The whole family's in their super sci-fi suits, which. I mean, those were something. Awesome. Like, it... it Cutting to, edge to, technology. Be, to be honest, these suits made me very uncomfortable because of how, like, body parts they accentuated on children.
1: Yeah, I mean... Like,
0: um, Lacey Chabert's character and Jack Johnson's character, like, it's like, oh, that... Oh. Boy has a codpiece. <laughs> that's that's what it was. I didn't notice that, Kyle. I wasn't looking. Oh, good heavens. <laughs> it was it was super awkward.
1: Like, yeah, I, it was it was. But again, the, the, that was part of the. Hey, we're so cutting edge. We're going to establish a
0: human colony. Look at our awesome spacesuits. They're made of metal rubberish metal who knows what they are made of um there was really a lot of decent cgi as like all the you know ladders or, or 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 cranes and stuff are moving away and it's sweeping over the city and and i again i promise you i won't mention ultraviolet um but, oh, but please do if the, you don't i will this movie came out what eight years before ultraviolet five or um no, eight or seven years before Ultraviolet, and it has far superior CGI, uh,
1: except for the astral water. That
0: the boys. Okay, is. not even going to go okay, there. Right. Um, so it's it just it, there was a lot of good CGI, especially for 1998. Um, I would agree that's again. Something definitely to keep keep in mind. Um, it is dated. Like you you can't right. you can't watch it the movie and go It doesn't necessarily hold up. It doesn't hold up. But what CGI from 1998 does? But again, I think anytime you watch. The vast majority of older
1: movies. Yeah. Your first, what the thing that you realize right off the bat is how dated the, the, the film was shot or the CGI, if there is any. I mean, remember back I to mean, The Mummy when The
0: Scorpion King oh, comes out? Oh, heavens. my gosh. Well, I thought that was bad at the time, it was too. Terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so then Wes tries again to flirt with Judy. Like as she's getting in the cryopod, like, hey, is there room for two in here? Like, dude, put it away. <laughs> like, I've seen, I've seen cut it out, man. Like, and his, her whole family's like looking over at them. Yeah, I, like it's super awkward. I think early and gross.
1: on they tried to establish the fact that he he was not going to quit.
0: <laughs> Clearly, considering this comes up like nine more times in the yeah. movie, they didn't have to establish that early on. It was kind of gross. <laughs> So the cryopods engage. Smith wakes up, discovers he's on Jupiter Two. Then the robot wakes up and begins destroying the ship and attacking the family. Uh, we could go into lots of details here. Basically, chaos ensues. Then Will saves the day because he hacks the robot. Because tiny little kid can do superpowers with a computer. He is
1: the ingenious toddler.
0: Yeah. And then Smith is discovered, his life is spared, so he can save Judy who was locked in the cryopod and, and was dying. Yeah, they figure out that he is the one that
1: tried to kill everyone and so he's like, Oh no, I'm gonna die except for oh
0: wait, I'm the only one
1: that can save yeah, what's her face, blonde doctor.
0: She's a doctor, but he's a doctor. doctor. She's dying, he's the only one, yeah. one that can save her. So he basically makes the deal all save her life, but you have to you save know, his let, yep. let me live. So, uh one thing I missed just in case you get confused we go through this. When they after they launched, like the outer shell of the ship broke away and now the ship is called Jupiter 2. So, it was Jupiter 1, now it's Jupiter 2. <laughs> just a note as I go through this stuff. Um so they rushed to Sickbay to to save the uh, Judy then uh West and John, they're trying to save the ship. They find out they're going into the sun. They can't escape the sun's pull, but of course, the hyperdrive can plow through the sun. So they make a
1: mention beforehand that you don't engage the hyperdrive in open space because you don't know where you're going to end up. Don't know where you're going to end up. So. Obviously they're like, oh no, we can't escape the sun's gravity with our thrusters. What are we gonna do?
0: We can use the hyperdrive, but we're not sure where we're gonna end up. So yeah. so they plow through the sun with this. Yes. Now it's sci-fi movies. Like I'm not gonna argue like this doesn't make sense because <laughs> I, I love sci-fi movies. There's plenty that doesn't make sense. It's based on science fiction. Sure. Um so I'll brush off the fact that they just they could have went into the sun. they could have done something else but i'm cool with them rocketing through the sun so they go and there's a really cool hyperspace effect i feel like everybody does the like space star lines that you see like in yeah. star wars or or star trek um, they had this like time freeze sort of thing where everybody was kind of blurred and stuff like that I just thought it was a really cool effect it was, yeah, it was just fun again worth
1: mentioning they spent a lot you could tell they spent a lot of money on the CGI I want to back up real quick mm-hmm. when they're saving Blonde Doctor's life they have this oh, yeah. really cool um, CGI where they basically it's this this I don't know, computer like, frame that goes down, you can like see Like x-ray, the yeah. yeah they was, were like
0: zapping her heart it, to get really, her yeah. back uh, There were a, a lot of those things, like little touches of sci-fi looks. I like those things, because they're fun. They're, they're really fun. If they were put into a story that was any good. Um, <laughs> or a script that was worth a darn. <laughs> so, they, they escape to the unknown. They don't know where they're at, so... When they arrive, after they disengage the hyperdrive, Will starts fixing the robot, Wes flirts with Judy, (laughs) some more. Surprised. uh, Dad and Mom Robinson worry and think, which Uh, happens like nine times. The the two lines that Matt
1: has dropped on Blonde Doctor so far would be, that's when I – cube i like to thaw ice. ice like uh, yeah. and when she's going into the cry the cryo unit um is there room in there for two
0: yeah very clever yeah man he's he's killing it he's killing it <laughs> um so and then uh so right off
1: the bat you they realize that the hyperdrive you know whatever the first their, their fears realized. oh, no, we have no idea where we are. Let's scan to see if we recognize any
0: constellations. Oh, yeah. We are literally lost in space. Uh, they got really close to saying the title, and I was just going to, like, turn it off right there. But they didn't. They were, like, we're lost, aren't we? No, not just for a good podcast if right. it off right there. No, no, it w- really wouldn't. I'd be a failure at my job. Um Professor Robinson won't kill Smith because he doesn't want to hurt his image with his family. And I thought, you've hurt enough. Might as well just kill the guy. Yeah, was, <laughs> was, early
1: on, I was like, no, nah, you need to kill this guy. You're on a long trip. He already to kill you. Go ahead and just jettison him out into space.
0: So as they're just kind of chilling there, some space anomaly opens, some sort of portal. Um, and... As a sci-fi fan, you'd be like, oh, another timeline. Uh, sure, why not? Uh, West hastily goes towards the, this ship they see on the other side of the portal. Um, doesn't even ask anybody, just goes. Um, and they find out the ship is from Earth, but they don't know anything about it. There's another ship nearby. It's alien. Uh, and then, then there's this weird scene. They're getting ready to go on the ship. Um, and uh, they, West is going down to meet with Dr. Smith and tell him that you're coming with us. But in between, there's this weird scene where like West like winks at Penny, and Penny's like, "Ouch!" Like, like, I mean, could he be any cuter? I'm like, "Gross!" <laughs> like, Yeah Like, there's this like flirting. Now, yes, like teenagers look at older. I think they were trying to build her character a little bit more but it was the same Like, which if that's how they're building her character I mean, it just fully explains how poorly they handled her character in the entire yeah, movie she's not my favorite emo girl is not my favorite but she's she does. not my favorite character and the script does her no favors yeah, and I'll get to that at the she's end she's an extra I yeah.
1: think there's some extras in here and she's
0: certainly one of them but I mean it. Was, I just thought it was super creepy I wrote down creepy <laughs> just like, it was just weird and, yeah. and gross um, it would be one thing if they because they had this like playful banter right. like it would be one thing if they continued doing that through the movie and it built some sort of relationship it didn't Like, and so it just left it feeling kind of creepy yeah it was a bit creepy so they decide to go to the ship they're bringing Smith with them and they find that um, they're going to send the robot to uh, for extra protection Will is controlling it like a remote control and
1: real quick Gary has already um, started spinning his web pun intended Um, When he talks to Matt, Um, he's like, hey, man, you know, I I fought in the wars. You fought in the wars. Survival is a soldier's game. Let's just you and me. Let's get the heck out of here. We'll survive. Life goes on.
0: Yeah, let's do it. And of course, Matt's like, how about no?" Yeah. So they get to this ship. They're walking on. They find weird goo pods. If you find any weird goo pod in a sci-fi movie, run. Everyone's going to die. Like weird goo pods are bad. Did they not see Alien? Like well, That's mean, what started it all.
1: The good news is Canary Monkey is about to save the day.
0: <laughs> canary Monkey. So uh, we get one of the w- more wonderful lines in the movie as uh, um, Smith kind of looks at it and goes, that's not good. And they're like, oh, come on, let's just keep going. And uh, Smith says, believe me. Uh, oh, trust me, Major. Evil knows evil. Like, okay. So... Here, here hey here's guys, thanks for here's letting me live. I'm a terrible human. Don't trust me ever. This is already the second time in the movie that he's called himself evil. He's called himself like a monster twice, and called himself evil twice. Like he's owning it. Hey guys, let me let me remind you. I'm the villain. I'm the villain. Don't forget. Like there's not a chance in this movie that you're like that you could have that surprise of oh he's a villain with a heart like. Which good movies do like? Good movies make you question the villain, make you question his motives. Like, uh, you know, do you side with his motives a little bit? I would agree with that, and they could have because Gary. They, they really he's could a have, very but he was. Character. He was just chasing money, yeah. And he he mentions that, and he mentions being selfish. He calls himself a monster. He calls himself evil. Like, yeah. it was so. It was so like dirt dastardly from from old school cartoons, just like spinning his mustache. Like it was just, it was, I'm a yeah. bad guy. You know, I'm a bad guy. So they on the ship they find that it was called the Prometheus or something like that. Um, doesn't matter. Uh, no no one cares. So they find a video <laughs> log uh, on the ship and. Um, it's all choppy and stuff like that, and, and they find out that the ship that they're on was looking for them, was looking for the Jupiter Two, and it's captained by the same fighter pilot from the beginning of the yeah. movie that that um, Major West saved. Yeah,
1: Matt saved his life, and so you, you can tell real quickly, again, just briefly, that he's the one who's in charge of finding them after they are, quote-unquote, lost in space. So already you're starting to figure out,
0: oh, we're in a different... Time. We're not in a different place We, we a different figured time. this out. Nobody else has figured this out. <laughs> like they're oblivious to this. Everybody except for Genius Boy Will, who's right. like, who, who, is the only one who's come up with the idea of, of time travel. Time. Yeah, of absolutely. course. So you have come up with hyperdrives and ways to bend space, but you can't believe. you just saw a portal, some sort of weird space anomaly open in front of you. You can't believe you possibly. How can we be in a different time? Like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like. It, I'm sure they're was, all thinking
1: it inwardly, although no one brings it up.
0: Yeah, until way, <clears throat> until way too late. So then, all of a sudden, they start um, hearing sounds, or no, they, they, sorry, they explore. Then they explore, and they find this like jungle within, like there's a greenhouse kind of in, and that's what we're introduced. <laughs> To space monkey, as I called him. And so they're
1: looking for life, no signs of life, and they do. They walk into like this rainforest on a spaceship. Yeah. Um, Which was probably for, you know, cultivating sure. food and oxygen. absolutely. great. It was, oxygen, yeah, it was, great. It was a stuff. fun little adventure that they ran upon. And then, yes, the, the point of this, the point of them finding the rainforest is certainly the endearing canary monkey.
0: Y- you legitimately thought... The yellow chameleon monkey yeah, was endearing. He's
1: big eyes. He's adorable.
0: Oh my gosh! Here's the thing: that monkey existed for no reason. In the he movie. is what? He existed for zero Ooh, reason in this movie. He, okay. He, what did he? What did he
1: do? He he is the canary monkey. He's about to warn everyone: the spiders are coming. We need to get out. Did you see but, how narrowly they escaped? Here's, did you, here's the Did thing. you see how narrowly they escaped? Okay. Here's yes or the no. Thing. I, I did, yes, they did, did narrowly yes, escape. Yes, and the time
0: that he saved them saved everyone's life. Thank you, Canary. Mountain. So here's the, here's the thing: as he's all panicking and stuff, they're already hearing the noise. It's not like he had some sort of sixth sense or something like uh, that. They're like, "Who's he, tinkering on the ship? Let's go introduce ourselves." And Canary Mountain, not what like, happened. No, bro. They no were, good idea. They were freaked out about spiders. Them. You need to run away. Then Maureen and Penny, their characters, um, already alert them to something weirds going on and tell them to get out. Sp- space Monkey did nothing. <laughs> he did nothing. So they knew they were supposed to get out. All, all of a sudden, weird. there was heat signatures. Like, they were scanning the ship. The Space Monkey did nothing. The Space Monkey saved them valuable time. That's um, ridiculous. Okay. Also that's, worth that's, noting... Just, you, have to, like, you have to rethink about this and just admit that he did absolutely nothing. No, to I'm telling movie. you. He, that's why okay. I named him Canary Monkey. They're in the coal mine, and he's like, hey, we're all about to die.
1: Okay. He's the Canary
0: Monkey. That actually is... A well thought out reason to name the monkey that I'll give you that at the, <laughs> at the same time. You're an idiot. So worth noting
1: at this point, robot is being controlled by the toddler mm-hmm. from the ship from the ship to the other ship. Yeah. So it, what I thought was really clever was
0: it's robot voice. Yeah. But <laughs> it, was, it, was funny. Words, it was comical. It was great. It was yeah, great. It was comical. Um, Judy has the best line of the entire movie here When they start hearing the um, Clicking around the ship Is this emo girl? No, Judy's the Blonde doctor doctor. Sorry, I should use your terms Yes, please I'm trying to follow you She says I don't like the sound of that sound (laughs) That wasn't as good as as Her line at the end of the movie Oh, that one's (laughs) great too I'm going to let you quote that one Anyways, we'll be patient I don't like the sound of that sound. And space spiders! (laughs) The goo pods start hatching, and they're full of space spiders.
1: I thought thought spiders was great. Everyone hates spiders. Oh, they're super creepy. Yeah.
0: And these were creepy. The CGI was a little iffy. Uh, And and really, basically, from the this is what I thought. From the second canary monkey popped out, CGI went downhill. Like, for the rest of the movie, everything started just slowly degrading. It's like they blew their budget on the first half of the movie. So anyways... um, back on uh, so they I'm gonna rush this along they're they're here come the spiders they're running out of of the Prometheus one which they entered into with no problem all the doors just opened for them automatically now that they want to leave none of the doors will open yes why because the spiders this is the <laughs> dumbest thing. Like, I really thought this. I'm like, wait, they just walked in, all the doors open for them. And now they're trying to leave, and the door's like, no, I need a password now. <laughs> like, what in the world? I'm sure someone hit a button somewhere that made it really difficult. No, so <laughs> that's just silly. So I, I understand they were trying to close the doors really fast too, but it, it just it, it was meant to add tension, sure. and. We did get a look at a couple cool sci-fi things. One was the holographic display that Will use. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of cool looking. Matt's was, suit is pretty cool. The he, armor suit yeah. that went over his face, which like looked a little rocketeer um, yeah, but, but It was But it was a cool look. Oh, I mean, it was a fun sci-fi look. Oh, I, I actually wish there was more of that. We got like,
1: to hear his fun line about, like, i trade this blaster in for a can of Raid. Lolz. Yeah,
0: that yeah, was okay. Yeah, it was good. Okay. So, um... This is probably the most action-packed part of the entire movie. There was good tension. Um, Dr. Smith gets scratched as they're leaving the, the ship by one of the spiders, and, and that'll come into play. We know it's important because yeah. it's slow motion. It, because it's slow motion. He goes, ah, that thing scratched me. Like <laughs> It was very, very clear. So back on the Jupiter 2 they're chased by the space spiders that are now flying in space, um, and they find out that they're attracted to heat and light. So naturally, Wes blows up the other ship, which they all are attracted to. Well, important
1: to note... I mean, he does not listen to –
0: and they made that clear from the beginning. Yeah, John John was saying, no, don't blow up the ship. He's like, I'm doing what I got to do, and he blows up the ship. This causes them to have to flee from the explosion, and in the process, they end up crash landing on a nearby planet. Um, So – and in, in the next scene, John's upset with West. Smith is fiddling with his stolen device. Has a gross-looking scratch from the space spiders. Penny bonds with Space Monkey, and that's about the end of Space Monkey's story. That's what I put in here. So not only it's also th- about the end of Penny's story not too. Not
1: only does Canary Monkey save everyone's life from the spiders, but they also Canary Monkey puts the audience's mind at ease because now Emo
0: Girl has a friend, so she's not going to hurt herself. Basically, they're they're <laughs> gosh. They're never gonna. You're not not gonna see them for the rest of the movie. Like you see them once, uh, once more when they're repairing the ship. Did you want to later. see them? More? No, I did. Then you're welcome. So I guess you know you're right. The space monkey did <laughs> something. He took Penny away from this movie, which he shouldn't have been in whatsoever. <laughs> That's three things. Okay, okay. There good you go. So then uh, nighttime comes, or Smith is still trying to convince Wes to turn on the family. Uh, nighttime comes. They're, they're going to go explore um, for something they need uh, for the, the core drive, whatever, blah. <laughs> um, so nighttime comes. Judy's upset and scared. She, she wants she misses home like it was a really scary thing so naturally west tries to hit on her and says <laughs> and make her feel better so so she shows some sort of kind of like god what is it like <laughs> she gave him an it's so she over, overly chauvinistic he, like, <laughs> and so she shows a little bit of kindness they're being playful they're drawing looney tunes characters in, in the um yeah, he's like condensation and he, he, he goes knows. um So uh, my bunker yours. Like, (laughs) God,
1: creepy. (laughs) He follows it with very logical. Like We're the only two single consenting
0: adults in the known universe, we so naturally we should should just get together and knock boots he's, from all my family's next he door. Is in it, like, the, he's worried about the
1: preservation. Oh gosh, of the human race, and he knows that if babies he, are going to be made, you know you don't believe that. You know you don't believe. I, that. I, you, I you go- know, this was super creepy. No, th- oh. th- this this kept to. I- I'll give you that as creepy. Yes, this thank kept, you. This kept to his character. He he's the he's the cat. He's the pilot that that Who um, never shows change. Yeah, it's and, great.
0: And I'm gonna skip forward. He's gonna to hit the, on the hot girls. He's gonna shoot the bad guys. He, He's gonna he, drive he, fast. He never changes. He's like, gonna blow it up. At the at the end of the movie, he doesn't change whatsoever. He doesn't, like, become nicer. He just becomes kind of heroic, and thus, like, she's going to make out with him later on in the movie. Again, creepily right in front of her family. <laughs> and so it, it reminds me of kind of the movie Grease, where these characters don't learn anything, all of a sudden, like, yeah, I'm going to change for this guy. Like, it's not good. Like, Anyways. So he hits on her. She pours water on his head. ha <laughs> ha it was great. True to form for both of them. The next morning, they discover that there's some sort of time bubble around the material that they need for the core, and so John and Wes decide to go to, through the bubble. Will is fixing a robot. Girl's fixing the ship. There's multiple times where Will is just fixing a robot. Like, yeah.
1: He's, Will is the only one who, I don't know, is, is showing any
0: aptitude for science at yeah. this point. It was only at this point where they start going, hey when they discover time bubble they're like hey maybe this is time travel like you were just on a ship here's here's another thing they pass through a big time bubble so they're already in the future right and now they're going to go further into the future like I, I think they just completely forgot that they were already in the future anyways that doesn't matter really does not matter cuz they didn't care about it um, so there's a
1: really endearing scene in here when everyone's going to sleep and they're like good night so and so Good night, Blonde Doctor. Good night, Emo Girl. I thought it was great. And then, of course, Matt was like, are you guys serious?
0: Yeah, it it was super cheesy. It was awesome. It was super cheesy. So once they're in the time bubble, John and West are attacked by a robot. I will back up a little bit. Um, They're going on this mission to explore the time bubble and... um, John meets with Will and Will's like, I'm I'm afraid you're not going to come back. You know, what if you don't come back? And so will gives him this dog tag that his dad gave him anytime he went on missions. So trying to be a dad here. So they go in and shortly after they're attacked by a robot. You find out it's the same robot that Will has been fixing. And clearly we are in the future here. Um, so then, Smith tricks Will into helping him escape. Uh, they says, "Hey, they they haven't come back yet. You need me to help you find them." And they head for the bubble. Yeah, the Gary, bubble.
1: Gary's definitely
0: starting to work his magic, his yeah. evil
1: magic on the toddler, um, and he's just falling right for
0: it. So the bubble starts expanding. Uh, the everything's becoming less stable. They cross over into. Um, the other side, Smith finds graves of Penny, Maureen, and Judy. You know things are going bad. John wakes up. He finds older Will, who's like 20 years older. And this older version is on the verge of using the core material to open up a portal to Earth because he's going to go stop his family from going on the mission. Because no one listens and he's yeah. the only one that can do science and so he's doing science outside Smith tricks young willing to give him a gun stupidest thing ever uh, so he holds no. him hostage no you saw it coming but it wasn't stupid it was it, you saw it coming a mile away yeah thus he's a stupid. <laughs> I'm going through this pretty quickly because it's just so dumb <laughs> So they go on to the future Jupiter 2. There's a confrontation between Smith and West and John and, and future Will. Future Will says, how do you think I did all this by myself? And you find out that, yeah, that Gary future starts, Smith is there. Gary starts to threaten older
1: Will. Yeah. Older Will's like, bro, are you dumb? You think I, a boy, survived on this Scary
0: planet all by himself, and we get Spider Smith. Enter Evil Gary. Evil, well, Gary was already evil. This is double evil, Gary. Yes, Spider Gary. Spider Smith. Um, Spider Smith seems to kill not yet Spider Smith. <laughs> which I'm just going. <laughs> yes, so that was a poor decision. <laughs> yeah, he he just throws him out of the Jupiter Two, um, and uh, then, um, <laughs> then says. That he tells the robot to kill the West and and Will and John and and older Will says no 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 leave him alive and he's like whatever tells the robot to watch him so young Will saves the day again not not by <laughs> hacking the robot this time
1: but with friendship yeah he so he's already implanted part of himself and this robot because he had to fix a robot. Couldn't we skip this part?
0: I'm Could, going to play back this, this conversation, <laughs> this part of you explaining the story. Go on. So he he's trying to fix a
1: robot. He's, he's trying to download the robot so he can save it for later. He doesn't download all of it, so he puts his personality into the robot, uh, which is denoted by baseball. and The the robot has a funny line about, that's why I get so this fuzzy feeling when I think about baseball. Um, So anyways, full circle, you come back around, Will's trying to save the day and and reason with this robot, hey bro, don't kill us, and he appeals to himself, the part of himself that he has placed in this robot.
0: Genius. (laughs) So he wins with friendship. Yes, friendship. Friendship wins. wins. Friendship <laughs> plus. Science. Friendship always wins, except in podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. So then we find out Smith is alive, current version Smith. Um, then everybody starts trying to escape. John stays behind to reason with older Will and, and try to get the core because uh, they need that. Um, then they they don't they don't have any navigation. They don't know how to get back to the ship. Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully, they they are able to convert so, <laughs> missiles. They, we find out that the missiles on the ship were were dummy missiles because something got damaged during the the early um, fiasco. The warhead part the, doesn't work. Yeah, so the warheads on these missiles don't work, but yet you can convert them to explode in the shape of Tunnel Duck uh, or Daffy Duck. Uh, Daffy Duck. Daffy it was Daffy, Daffy Duck. Duck. I'm sorry. Daffy Duck, because, uh, yeah, because they drew
1: a little Warner yeah, Brothers characters. Yeah, playing playing like, characters. Oh my gosh,
0: we are forming a connection. A regular flair would have done the trick, but she wasted the time. Yeah, to but do it would it. not have progressed no. their relationship any, Kyle. Which shouldn't have progressed at all. Like, <laughs> it makes no sense. So. Uh, it makes perfect sense. They're the only two consenting single adults. Donald Duck flair. They, they head for the ship future Will confronts Spidersmith reveals that Spidersmith killed the family Spidersmith reveals his true form he's a creepy spider monster thing and he uh, has a plan to go through the portal and, and infest Earth with spiders so real quick Will is trying to go
1: back in time to save everyone yeah. this portal only has enough energy for one person, for one person. so yeah. at this point you're, you're pretty stressed out who's going to be is going to be Will is going to be Dad um, we find out that Evil Spider Gary has his own plans. Spider Smith. Yeah, Spider Smith has spider babies on his back, and he's going to take them through the portal to Earth. He's going to destroy Earth. Um, Really scary stuff on the edge of my seat.
0: So, unnecessary, like... There's a, a fight scene where basically he gets stabbed, and you find out uh, it was mentioned earlier in the film. But who, who cares? Um, the the spider the spiders eat their wounded, and so he he just scratches Spider Smith, and baby spiders eat him. Yes, yeah, so and he falls into in the one line that you should have been paying attention to earlier brings it full circle. I, I was paying time. attention to it. Yeah,
1: clearly you did a great job.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So then a future Will says, no, we're going to use the portal for John to jump to the Jupiter 2 to help it escape because they just watched the Jupiter 2, Jupiter 2, not the Jupiter 2, <laughs> Jupiter Chu. uh the Jupiter 2 was trying to take off and it blows up, trying to get out so of So dad
1: is literally watching his family, Die. hoping that they're yeah. going to escape season blow up utter devastation
0: Yeah, if he showed any actual care for his family in the entire but movie that, maybe that, I would that's feel for it part
1: of the tension he is the job he's starting to come around he's realizing that he doesn't need to be the job and he sees his whole family die right in front of him the utter realization of oh my gosh how many things went unsaid
0: I'm a terrible human we're, we're gonna get to this too because <laughs> he really brought it full circle and, and really resolved everything with yes, his family at the end. as he should have no he didn't um <laughs> So they send, Future Will shoves, John sends them through the portal, um, and of course the solution, oh, sorry, there's this moment where they start hugging and, and saying, and so John gets in front of Will and says, I love you, son. Like, just says, I love you. Yeah. And totally this is funny. all for you, and I love you. Meanwhile, Penny and Judy are standing there. <laughs> he doesn't hug them. Like he goes straight for Will and like you. He knows that the time is running short. He wasn't sent back five days into the past. No, he was sent like, back moments. But he doesn't he, he doesn't bring Penny along too and hug her and say, I love you both. I love you all. No, he says, Will, I love you. Come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> like, what? Penny, poor Penny's character. Not only does her character suck; like she gets no love in this <laughs> she movie. She has canary Monkey She's gonna be fine. Yeah, I mean, she will, because canary monkeys there too, of course. Yeah. Anyways, West reminds him, "Hey, the planet's breaking apart. You know what the 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 way to get out of of this." This so problem is, I already look, Dad's To already, go through the planet, <laughs> they went through the sun. They might as well go through the planet as well. Let's go through Listen. the planet. Dad,
1: Dad has already seen that trying to leave the atmosphere is not going to work because they mm-hmm. don't have enough thrust or power. So you can't do that. So you're going to use the planet's gravity while it's breaking up to rocket it out
0: the other side. Which I don't think f- like f- the physics of this make any sense. Like I think once you get to the center of a gravitational pull, wouldn't it like just crush your ship? Uh, sci-fi. I don't know. I, well, it, I can almost justify the sci-fi of it, like because you engage a hyperdrive engine, which is supposed to like flatten space, and then you can go through the sun, whatever. But they're not do- engaging the hyperdrive; they're just flying through the middle of the planet. They're just
1: taking advantage of the most ridiculously skillful pilot ever.
0: Yeah, this this massive thing that he's able to weave in and out of everything. Like, earlier in the movie, when they found that other ship, they he, like, weaved it out of things unnecessarily. Like, you're endangering the ship for yeah, no good reason. It's like reason. being on a motorcycle on a straight road on a sunny day. So they go through the planet. They make it. Everything's fine. Judy promptly makes out with West. <laughs> no. Judy kisses West on the cheek as so,
1: she has she has stopped his every advance from the get go, um, very abruptly. Except for that one time when she was teasing him and then she poured water on his head. Ha ha! Really funny. At this point, that was funny. It was. Yeah, funny. it
0: really was. At this point, sarcasm.
1: <laughs> at this point, she concedes. Very simply, goes over there and kisses him. Just a peck on the cheek, and you're like,
0: wow, she's she's a she's a strong woman. She should have just. Give him a kiss on the cheek and said, way to go. Yeah. Strong woman. But then she breaks and (laughs) makes out with him in front of her family. Okay. You just flew through a planet to save everyone's life.
1: Hug your family. After you make out with the guy that saved everyone. Oh,
0: gosh. Anyways. By the way, so. Then don't forget Space Monkey because he jumps in there, too. He's like, hey,
1: everybody. We promised this quote earlier. So she gives him a peck on the cheek and basically says something to the effect of, You've earned that. Like, you have earned everything that you've done to save everyone's life three or four times by now. You've earned a peck on the cheek. And then she turns around and walks, seemingly walks away to her family to hug
0: them. Yeah, but she doesn't. No, she turns
1: back around, she makes out with them, and she says, that's on credit.
0: (laughs) You admit that it's just awful, That It was terrible. It
1: was so terrible.
0: But, so the planet opens Up a black hole, and they're like, "Hey, hyperdrive!" And so they engage the hyperdrive, and the movie ends with Will saying, "Cool," (laughs) and then roll credits. Good lord, this movie—it's just like here's the thing—and and and, and I started explaining this to you off mic earlier. If you just deleted this movie from existence no one would care agreed like th- this this movie is just so meh like it's so meh like no one can possibly so explain what you mean by that because I, I really
1: did so again here's me being easily entertained I thought the action throughout was perfectly fine it kept my attention the whole time there's spiders there's shooting there's spaceships other, there's than, other than the
0: scene with the spiders chasing them there was not a moment where I thought this was interesting action to me not the fight at the end, not the space fight at the beginning, not not even when the robot was blowing up the ship. There's no point where the action is any bit interesting to me. Well, for me, action doesn't have to be interesting. As long as something explodes, you're just like, cool! Yeah, pretty much! <laughs> again, we self-proclaimed simpleton, and again,
1: I think this is where I get sad for you, Kyle, because it starts to rob your joy. no.
0: The, the, there is, there has to be a purpose to this action, and you can't just have an explosion and fires that, that really are just like yep. not well crafted uh, whatsoever. I agree,
1: but every action scene had a purpose.
0: Like when the robot was trying to kill the family, you're freaking out because he's going to kill the family. No, the you never thought they were going to kill the family because they had to be lost in space. It's right there in the title of the movie. Yeah, absolutely, like, but it's still scary. No,
1: the spider scene. How scary. many movies have you seen? Give me an example of a movie that you saw where you're watching this action scene and thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, one of
0: the main characters in this movie is about to die. No, it's not not that. Like, it's not that, oh, I have to be really scared for them, but it's like there has to be like this tension there like "Ah." like there's tension they're literally frozen in a
1: pod and they can't help
0: themselves it it was so who's gonna save them oh the bad guy everything was so slow and uh, and muddy I disagree anyways it wasn't a good action scene you can take my word for (laughs) it the the, the CGI was decent uh, I'm not gonna complain about the CGI it really was there there were some where I'm like ooh like canary monkey not great I disagree but okay like there was a lot of money spent on that monkey and it wasn't great it worked for me Um, the spiders were great before you got close to them if you got close to it was like okay it starts falling apart a little bit spider smith was great before he took off his cloak when he took off the cloak and you saw his true form it was awful Um, it was super creepy when he's in the cloak like yeah it was great and they kind of and they did a lot of this in the movie they mixed practical effects with the CGI they did really good with that um but I felt like every time I was taking notes, I was like, family upset that dad isn't home. Will fixes robot. Wes wants some. <laughs> family upset because dad isn't around. Will fixes stuff. Wes giving off creepy vibes. Like, over and over. And over. Like, this movie didn't move There was a anywhere. comfortable
1: consistency with this movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: The script was awful. Cliche what one-liners. Of the script was awful? I don't like the sound of that sound. <laughs> Um, when he gets behind the cockpit and he goes rock and roll, like, do people really say rock and roll? Like when he, they're he's action pilot man. Uh, he yeah, he's he action pilot. He's man. creepy one liner guy. guy God bless that. Gary Oldman, who I think is a brilliant actor. He had nothing to work with here. He, he, the script had him saying, "Guess what? I'm evil." Did you remember I was evil? <laughs> like when he took the gun from Will, he's like, "I'm evil." You like, rookie, like. Over and over, it gave him nothing. I mean, not that William Hurt or Mimi Rogers or Heather Graham did either, but the script literally had Dr. Smith declaring his evil left and right. It was just silly. It, little connection with the characters. Penny was just ignored. Um, I was I was bored with an action movie. I was bored with this movie. That and I couldn't sad. wait for it to end. It makes me sad for you. Um and and as a sci-fi nerd, I love the cool space stuff. I I love the, how the space fighters looked and the in the heads-up display at the beginning of the movie. You didn't find the time thing interesting whatsoever. The fact that it, they're going into the future again. And you got I, future I, I knew I knew everything that was going to happen. Like everything was just laid out for me from from the second something like took place. I, like. You didn't have to have this reveal of of Will. I wasn't surprised by that. I knew Will was there because the robot was there. Oh, there's that robot you just saw Will Will working on. So clearly, they're in the future. We're gonna run into older Will. Like I knew that yeah, was gonna but that, happen. That happened seconds before you see older Will. Like no, it was, it was like a full couple scenes before that. And when they were already in the future, when they were on the Prometheus, I'm like. I'm like, no one's recognizing that time travel just took place here. Like, nobody's, like, catching on this whatsoever. No. Like, nobody caught on. Will like, did. Will did. You but nobody Will? listened to Will. And it ruined everything for them. Jerks. So, my my, my thing, uh, I give I give this a, thumb down, a thumbs down. I really do. I mean, poor Matt LeBlanc. Like, he was just creepy. This whole movie. Like, just creepy, chauvinistic. So... I'm not going to
1: disagree with you, but here's what I will say: um, Everybody stuck to their character and played the role. Matt LeBlanc, from start to finish, was the shoot him up, drive fast, don't listen to you know any type of authority, do what I want, hit on shit. That was him, and he stayed true that the whole time. In addition to that, he was the king of cheesy, awesome one-liners. He knew they were coming. You were going to wait for what he had to say, and after he said it, you're like. At least you recognize they
0: were cheesy because like, they explain. were.
1: And, and it's the same with with all the other characters. Bad Dad is Bad Dad from start to finish. He saves it at the end, clearly by with telling, one kid by telling his son. by telling one kid by telling his son, arguably the most important character in the story, that he really and truly loves him. That that the son, the toddler is the one that they use to show what a bad dad he is. So, of course, they're going to break full circle and use the sun to reconcile all that. Again, I, I get that this was not the best movie of all time. For end, me, end of sentence. For this me, was not the best movie of all time. Yeah, for me, the action was perfectly fine. Space fights, blasters, spiders, creepy dudes. It was great. It was fine. There were explosions. They meant something. It was awesome. I'm fine with it. The plot, I didn't have a huge problem with it. The fact that they they were going into the future, um, we're trying to save Earth. There are some really important things in our way. I, I just I don't know what's easily entertained, maybe. But I did not think that the plot was absolutely as
0: terrible as you put forward. I, I think the plot was I don't I don't want to say it was terrible. It just wasn't anything good. Like it was just okay. Like I, I know what's going on here. Like I, I, totally saw every step of this plot playing out. Yes, I did see it when I was when I was a kid. So that plays into it somewhat. But it is so cookie cutter. Like, and maybe in nineteen ninety eight it wasn't nineteen ninety eight that it wasn't done a uh, hundred billion times. But this is. Just, I think that's one of the biggest boring.
1: problems is the reason so many of these things are
0: are cliche are because
1: of these these original
0: movies like this you know but at the same time this is a movie based on a TV show that w- was out this um, the lost in space TV show they're already taking source material and doing the exact same thing with it like they did nothing new and surprising with the source material like there was no no change in that um maybe they cursed a little bit more cuz you know PG-13 movie sure. maybe uh the robot looked different and uh, but it's not like they added any extra depth to to Dr. Smith like he was i am a villain look at me i am bad like we we talked earlier about one of my favorite sci-fi movies um, serenity i love that movie. Great movie the the bad guy in that that movie the operative there's a depth there like there there's like yeah he's bad but he has this purpose and you don't know whether or not you disagree with him. Like, he's, he's pious and, and uh, gung-ho about his mission, but you don't necessarily disagree. And at the end of the movie, you, you have second thoughts about his character. Dr. Smith was evil. He was evil at the beginning. He was evil at the end. There was no change. It's like, why are people still saving this guy's life? That's why I made such a great bad guy. No, 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 no. (laughs) The the only good thing about that character was the guy who was playing him, and I I love Gary Oldman. He's great. He's great. He was a cookie-cutter, again, dirt-dastardly character. It just—he had no depth. So I'm
1: going to argue that the reason a lot of these things are mundane and cookie-cutter for you um, is because, again, this movie— um, was 1998. So this is the, the but, that,
0: but that's assuming that since 1998, uh, or sorry, before 1998, nobody was doing this stuff. It was all new and fresh. No, it wasn't. Like, these things have been going on, these plot devices have been going on for for years. Like, this was nothing new. So I'd agree with you if we were watching something from, like, the 60s. and like, oh, man, I've seen this before. Yeah, it was the first one to do it. Like, like, again, I, I told, mentioned uh, the hyperspace thing and how I thought that was fresh and new because it was a different look at it. They weren't doing the exact same thing Star Wars sure. and Star Trek do. Everything else, they were just following in line with what sci-fi movies had done years before. And I just didn't find it interesting. So
1: the action scenes kept me in it. I thought the the, the use of time, time travel was fantastic for the plot. Um, but the bad guy was a bad guy. The good guys were good guys. I thought they did a great job... Um, developing the characters that were important, I will grant you that emo girl. All she gets is canary monkey, but I'm okay with that. Um, and that there
0: was no yeah. so no for, change in West yeah. at the end. You still a, a, a dirtbag guy. For me, <laughs> like, honestly, for me, I totally bought into the family side of things.
1: Um, I love the hero saves the day, gets the girl. I, I was just entertained by it. Um, so, so you're a thumbs up. I am. Again, I think I used the word resounding um, for thumbs down last time. I am not a resounding thumbs up. I feel like I'm kind of taking the position that you took um, for Europa report where you and I kind of I walked you through a couple things and I asked you, you're still a thumbs up. I agree with you um, for a lot of these points. But again, for me, I was entertained by this. It was a good movie. I would watch this movie again.
0: And there you go. I, I don't I don't want to see it again. I don't I don't. Um, there are movies that, if you know, I had the choice, like watch this movie or watch another, I might pick it over a worse movie, sure. Um, but but it just wasn't interesting to me. So, did you well, agree the, with the Metacritic score for this one? What was the Metacritic score? I think it was in a, the fifties. It was in the fifties. I mean, it, sure. I mean, real middle of the road. It, like I said, this was a meh movie. Like it was just like okay. Mediocre. It, so mediocre and and I and we talked about Europa Report last week if Europa Report I think it was a mediocre movie that was just slightly above and I think what you're saying uh, I, I get that I, you know I get it barely being a thumbs up but for me it's a thumbs down I just don't think it's a good movie um, so yeah that's it mm-hmm. I, I I have to ask you, man are we are we still friends? We are
1: certainly still friends.
0: We haven't found that movie yet. No, we it's haven't. gonna hit, I I break to everything. This.
1: I am looking forward to a movie that you and I agree on. Either we agree it's great or we agree it's terrible. I know it's coming um, to our beloved audience. I promise. Kyle and I are not picking movies that we know we're gonna go um, opposite opinions on. I just oh, yeah. it's it's difficult for Kyle because. I am so easily entertained.
0: Well, I think, like, I really believe we're going to disagree on a movie together before we agree on a movie together because we have some awful movies coming up, including next week. I know this is a an absolute stinker. Um, <laughs> next week, we will be reviewing the movie Dreamcatcher, The Stephen King uh, book uh, made into a movie. Stephen King's got to be good then yeah because because <laughs> that that's yeah so Dreamcatcher um, uh, fair warning Dreamcatcher is the first movie on our list that's rated R uh, so uh, just uh, awareness about that but um, it is available for Netflix. Uh, it is not for the squeamish. Uh, I, I do know that so if you if you're not into some gore and stuff like that, that definitely occurs in this movie so you might want to sit this one out and just listen to our review. Make sure you guys hit us up.
1: Um, What I'm curious to know, those of you that have been following along, which movie is better? Europa report or lost in space?
0: That's a, that's a really good question. I I would love to know what people think about that too. I would love to know about about that. Um, So we'd love to hear your opinion. You can hit us up. uh, You can send us emails. Uh, We'd love to, to, you know, answer any questions uh, via email. Um, That's, ultrafluxpod that's Flux with two X's pod at gmail.com uh, or on Twitter and Instagram as at ultrafluxpod or you can hit us up on Facebook ultraflux um, j- just Facebook slash ultraflux so man I'm glad we're still friends me too buddy until next week don't ruin your friendships and keep watching movies we'll see you guys